Did you know today is the winter solstice? Oh. It's the shortest day of the year. So now the days will get longer. They will, apparently. Okay. But, you know, I see it basically as today is the easiest way to not lose money gambling because there's less of a day. You're not making those desperate late night NBA bets. At least, I don't know if you do. I do that sometimes. Yeah, I don't bet. When the sun goes down, I stop betting. That's that's a rule. really that's good. That's rule. a really good rule, actually. <laughs> I might adopt that coming into the new year. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. So that's yeah. the new. That's you have the, to like beat the sun and so like sunset. <laughs> you're like a, you're like a werewolf or something. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get my bet in now. You're like getting your DraftKings account to low, you're just like pressing <laughs> as the sun is like slowly going down. That's a really good rule. Yeah, you'd probably save make some money doing that. I I would agree. Except for it's kind of weird with COVID. We'll get into that for a bit. But um, yeah, this is the winter solstice special edition Ooh. of the podcast. Yeah. It means our, our shortest one yet. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But um, yeah, I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. God's chilliest soldier. Ooh. You know, God gives his biggest blankets to his chilliest soldiers. Mm-hmm. I'm also sick of this cold weather already. And I'm joined by Jared, a.k.a. the winter wonderkind. Oh, I like that. Wonderkind. I think it's Thunderkind is how you actually say it. Yeah, I, I always hear that word. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go with it. They that always just throw cool. it around to like Sean McVay, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyways, you were just in Tampa. You've returned back to the yes. cold tundra. How was it? It was great. It was 85 degrees. Little, yeah. A little humid for me. Oh, not relax. A, not a dry heat down there. No, not at all. But we had some white sand beaches, went to the Jake Paul fight. How was that? It was okay. Cost me some money. Yeah, I, I knew Jake Paul was going to win too, but I still put, like Ryan said, I just sprinkled a little bit on Ty- Tyron Woodley just because the odds were so heavily yep. in my favor. So there's like five, four fights that we saw, mm-hmm. and I think I saw more fights in the crowd and the hallways. Really? I saw five total. <laughs> I got to imagine boxing events are just have a lot of aggressive it fans. Was, it was Honestly, it was pretty toxic. Yeah, I'm sure. Because yeah. like when you're seeing all these guys like fighting the state, you're probably like sitting there. I'm sure a lot of those fans are like, oh, I could I could, I could, beat someone up. And then they're just turning around looking for someone to beat up. And right. And it's <laughs> like it's one thing to go to a UFC event because people are there because they like the UFC and appreciate the it's UFC. It's more of an art. Of yeah, like yeah. And, they, they, and then, I mean, they somewhat respect the UFC, obviously. Mm-hmm. So their first love is UFC. So they're there for good fighting. But with this, it's more of an internet meme. Yeah. It's more of like they just want to see Jake Paul do whatever. Yeah. They're just there for What the- percentage of people do you think were there like hate watching the event? Like they're like, oh, like let's just go. It'll be so stupid. We can go make fun of it the whole time. Probably 25%. It was yeah. pretty Jake Paul favored, honestly. Really? But yeah, like I said, they're not there because they like boxing. They want to no. see Jake Paul. No, they could not tell you any boxing terminology whatsoever. So, like, I mean, there's, I think there, it was very drug fueled and very alcohol fueled. I felt like. So. <laughs> Do you feel like an outsider a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. It was just, I honestly did not have a great time. Really? But, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, but it, the fights were cool. We had great seats and everything. So. It looked, they looked really cool. Was yeah. the Darren Williams Frank Gore one a good yeah, time? That was the most interesting fight. Yeah, I thought Frank Gore would win. Yeah, he always seems like so big, but I guess Darren Williams NBA players are always just so much taller than I expect them to be. Yeah, Darren was in much better shape. He had. Mm-hmm. A, better reach did he win i don't remember yep darren williams won split decision but nice. it should have been unanimous i don't understand that because gore was just gassed yeah during that entire fight it seemed like well he has like what 15 years of nfl experience on right. his knees i can't imagine his body's in the best shape yeah he was gassed big time and i was surprised with split decision i thought it'd be unanimous for williams yeah but that was probably the most interesting fight and the jake paul that's good jake paul that knockout was great that that was pretty cool yeah at least you got to see that that was like third round or was it fifth fifth okay Somewhere so you got there. a good amount of fight beforehand but then you got like a climactic finish yeah the crowd went bananas when that happened oh i'm sure yeah you got to see logan paul in the flesh you got to see jake paul in the flesh island boys got in a fight <laughs> i saw the island boys yeah. are there 
Jesus Christ. And there's like two other scuffles in the crowd like around that time too. Oh yeah. So it was just I don't know. You didn't get in any, any scuffles though? No, I didn't. I was thinking about it, but yeah, you know, <laughs> you're considering it. I didn't want to put anybody in the hospital. Yeah, exactly. You don't want, especially when you're like out of state like that, you'd have to stay extra yeah, to like you know, clear your yeah, name and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. I know. I didn't want to go through all yeah. the red tape. Next, when they come to fight here in Fargo, we'll get you. In there one. you go. Yeah, we'll go. <laughs> I'll just call the jail ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm going to be around. Later. Yeah, I, can I reserve a room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me the bed. I'm about to knock some fool out just because I have all this <laughs> pent up aggression from watching another man box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was just very toxic, I thought. That is a very weird environment. I've never been a fighter whatsoever, so. I, I could, mean, if you're going to a boxing match like Lomachenko or Tyson Fury, I, whatever, mm-hmm. that's they're actually professional boxers. Yeah. I think I would have had a better time and I think it would have had a better crowd. Yeah. Like I said, I think it was just. Yeah, I don't think it, anyone there was an actual boxing fan. They literally. It was like just, walking into an internet meme. That's what oh, it felt like. That sounds like hell. Yeah. I, I'm on the internet more than anyone I know, but like walking and seeing it all firsthand would be hell. I think. Right. Yeah. So I didn't. I don't know. It was fine. And then I went to the, the Bucks game the next night. Also a shit show. <laughs> it was good. That was a good game. It was it was pretty exciting. If the Saints had a decent quarterback at all, it would not have been exciting at all. Right. I think Drew Brees could have walked down the street and probably threw a touchdown. You probably yeah. would have done better than Taysom Hill. Yeah. Taysom what? Hill is just what people want Tebow to be, I think. Are the Bucks in trouble? No. I looked at their schedule coming up. They have the Jets and then the Panthers twice. It's, it just seemed like because the Bucks love spreading out five wide, four wide, mm-hmm. and they're very reliant on Godwin. And Godwin, Godwin might suck. I, they're getting Antonio Brown back this upcoming week. That's I think true. that'll help them out a lot. And I don't know. I just still I find it hard to believe they won't find some sort of way. The NFC playoff picture is getting really interesting, though. I think the Packers yes. have kind of cemented the first seed. Although the Cowboys have a really easy schedule to win out. Yeah. And the Packers, like if they could. If they like lose to the Vikings or something like that, they have the Vikings, Browns, and then the, I think Lions. Sounds right. Yeah. So the Packers should have it cemented, but if the Cowboys get it, I mean, there's each the NFC and AFC both have like two wild card teams that could very easily upset the Niners. I think could upset the Vikings. Could upset. Oh yeah. The Chargers could upset the Colts. Could definitely upset anyone. Rams could you know anytime anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, the, who even knows if the Cardinals will win the NFC West anymore? It turns out we were dead right about Cliff Kingsbury teams. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just a later response. Like, yeah. It wasn't midseason, it was late season. Where they're yeah, they're holding off. Down. Next season, he's going to collapse in the playoffs. It'll, he'll make it to the playoffs, he'll collapse there. And then the next year, he'll collapse in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Um, Did you have any big like wins or bets that weekend? Because I, I lost every single bet yeah, I placed I this weekend. I did not do well. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of sucker bets on like the Patriots Colts. Everyone was so certain about the Patriots when we were talking about it on the podcast. We were all like, why is this line the way it is? Turns out Mac Jones is still kind of limited as a quarterback. I, yep. I've got to start. That's actually my New Year's resolution is to stop falling in love with box scores and highlights and start like actually watching the games. Yeah, I and play styles. I conflicted what I was saying. I should have stuck with what I was saying weeks earlier that the Patriots are having a softish schedule. Mm-hmm. And that really showed against the Colts. I still think they're a good team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I think yeah. they have limitations on offense, which is fine. They have a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Any rookie quarterback, even if he's the second coming, is going to struggle against a really good defense yep. like the Colts. And if Jonathan Taylor gets 150 yards, they're more than likely going to win the game. Yep. That's the key to the game. Yeah. If you can stop the Colts run, you can beat them. 
Yeah, I agree. And then I also was a sucker for the Packers versus the Ravens. I still don't think I was that much of a sucker. I think I would have taken the same bet again, <laughs> as I'm as I'm prone to say. But yeah, Huntley's a good quarterback too. He is good, but he was not good in college. He yeah. was really bad in college. I mean, he's just a great scheme fit with that. Offense. Yeah, the Ravens do that better than anyone. They just have their identity and they build around their identity. It's like when you play Madden, you got the player with the scheme fit badge. Yeah, it's I like think their, their entire, entire team, their entire basically offense that. has the scheme fit badge. Also, Mark Andrews is so good. Yeah. He might be a Hall of Fame like level player. He needs about two or three good more years. He can't yeah. be like a Sean Alexander and only have two good years. I've got a, I got into a, the I got into a big argument with one of my friends about that. <laughs> this my Sean Alexander take. Not he's he's a strong believer that running backs are not going to be in the Hall of Fame like moving forward just because of the way the game is trending, which I just think is sad. That's balls. You think there's? I mean, I mean Derrick Henry's probably the only one in the league right now who will. Kamara be. could. Kamara could. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. I mean, if, if Dalvin Cook maybe. He needs about two more good seasons. Yeah. McCaffrey, I think, is not. No, he needs unless he can stay healthy for a whole season. He needs about three more like gigantic seasons. Yeah, I also feel so shitty whenever I'm like, oh, he needs to stay healthy when these guys are just getting rocked by defenders and getting yeah. their bones broken. Like, oh, he can't stay healthy. He's a bum. That's the one thing in sports media I always hate, but then I also just participated in it right there. So he thinks no running backs will ever be in the Hall of Fame? or like He thinks it's going to be very few and far between okay. like moving forward just because that's how the game is. He thinks a running back needs to have an AP level career to be a Hall of Famer, which is probably true. They probably need to be like the focal point of their team. And I mean, like with another regular season game added to the schedule, records a lot, a are lot of broken. Records will get broken too. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. As the NFL, the NFL is the one sport that really changes. Like even mid season, they'll change sometimes. Like just how we justify and how we look at all the records and all that changes very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's an ever changing sport, which is very interesting. It's fascinating. Very fascinating. Um, <laughs> the NFL's got crackhead energy. NFL has such crackhead energy. It's it's so the NFL is so random. Oh my god, I'm Lulz. being so random right now. The Cardinals just lost to the Lions. OMG, I'm so random. <laughs> you should do that if NFL was like a a twelve twelve year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay just got blown out. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, twelve year old girl from like. 2012 yeah exactly we're we're just as the most the peak of comedy was just saying like a random word just be like i like hot dogs everyone's like oh my god she's so random god what's the nfl this year that was i think that's the iCarly effect or something like that i think shows like iCarly just made people think they were a lot funnier than they really were nickelodeon sitcom energy yeah dan Harmon or whatever his name is i don't know who that is he's like the producer made like drake and josh I Carlin, he has like a ton of like people who came out and say he's creepy oh, afterwards. But we just call him legends then. He did all those shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a television staple. Um, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with the news lately. No, no, no. But uh there's this little thing called COVID that's running rampage oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. every sport right now. Yeah. Has that has that changed your betting strategy at all? Um, a little bit. I think a lot of underdogs now. Yeah. Like any team anywhere. I mean, it doesn't even matter if like I don't know. How do I explain this? Like, if one team has, like, all their starters out, like, I would still bet the underdog on that. Because I think next man up is a very big thing with the NFL. Yep. 
and I don't think it matters. There's the, the margins are so thin to begin with. I week agree. To week in the NFL, and I think underdogs, underdogs, underdogs. Mm-hmm. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Col- Gucci gang. Culture over like actual players. And and again, like good coaching will always be. I mean, we're seeing key. that this year with Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. All the Belichick. strong cultures are still remaining strong cultures and still winning right when teams that are kind of flashing the pans like the cardinals or something like that we're not sure if they have a strong culture they are the ones that fold under pressure the most the blue bloods of the nfl are doing pretty decent yeah exactly yeah yeah i don't hate that at all i'm also really trying to like i said stop falling in love with boxers and highlights i'm really trying to just stay committed to betting games day of just because so much is changing right now I know, and I, I, I keep falling in love with a line, like, because I do the research for the podcasts on, like, Tuesdays. I, I fall in love with a line right away, and I was like, I got to lock this in before something changes. Nope. But it never changes in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to play it right, for sure. Yeah, so it's something to keep in mind of. But a uh, little bit of a treat for us tonight. We got some Tuesday night football. Two for Tuesdays. We need, there needs to be a Tuesday night football theme song. We got a Monday night, oh, Sunday yeah. night. I don't think we have a Thursday night yet. But we need a Tuesday. No, night. it's just the NFL Network song. Yeah, I the suppose. Do 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 do. Is that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it again. Do 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 do. Dun 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 dun. Is it that one? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's so, a good one though. So I might write the Tuesday Night Football theme song. What? Yeah, which channel has the best in all sports? What is the best like theme song? Um, because I think NBA on NBC. Yep, yep, but Fox has that now. Yeah, they do. So they kind of for stole like college it. basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, I like Fox just because it reminds do, me. Do, 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 do. That one. Just because it reminds me of Vikings football. And that's what I. Grew there you up. go. And that's what I grew there up he is. Yeah, it's a very nostalgic song, and they could never change it. No. You have you have to keep it that way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. CBS is pretty good. I'm trying to remember what theirs is. Dun 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really get it there. How's it go again? Dun 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 No. Oh, hang on. I think I got it. No, that's the. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. There it is. There it is. Oh, this is great podcasting audio right here. That's a good one too. I yeah, mean, they're not bad. I like no. honestly, I don't hate any of the songs. It isn't a bad one. No, it's but, not like oh my god, I fucking hate this song. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it lasts like five seconds. They're right. all fine. But we do a Tuesday night football one. Um, so we got two games going on tonight, <laughs> both because of COVID restrictions and postponements and all that. First game is actually one I had circled before the COVID postponement happened, and I feel even better about it now. It's the Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are favored by six and a half. Over under is 47. And I'm all Seahawks on this one. Same. I am so excited. I think this is my lock of the Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> of the two games. You've never said that before. I have never said that. That's the first time in Goose Egg Gambling history we've had our two, first Tuesday lock. Yeah. Um. Here's my reasoning. The Rams can't possibly play any better than they did versus the Cardinals. Agreed. That was their best game of the year. It was super well-rounded. They ran the ball well. Stafford played his best game of the year. Aaron Donald destroyed. Um, their defense has been playing a little better, but before the last two weeks against the Cardinals and the Jaguars, they were giving up 31.7 points per game. Mm-hmm. 
So their defense has not been super great aside from the last two weeks, but again, weaker opponents kind of. Sure. Um, the Seahawks are slowly getting back on track offensively. Also, I think at this point we can say that Russell Wilson came back from his injury way too early. Agreed. Yeah, that he, finger bothered him big he, time. He should be held accountable for that, right? He kind of gets a. I feel like he gets a pass. There's certain players in sports that just get a pass for everything. Yeah, like Steph Lebr- Curry. LeBron, Steph Curry, yep. Tom Brady, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, I would put in that category. Patrick Mahomes, I would put in that category. It's so weird. NFL and NBA and just athletes in general, we we find one narrative very early on in their career. It's very hard to shake that narrative. Yeah, like a pigeonhole to that. Yeah, we, we have our heroes. We have our villains. Yep. And you have to do something pretty drastic to you have to win, win, win a championship, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or even just any off the field stuff, too. Like how long it took us so long to believe not to get too dark, but the Deshaun Watson accusers just because before that he was Deshaun Watson was a model Golden citizen. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And like Peyton Manning, like not winning the Super Bowl all those mm-hmm. years, like that narrative he, was written about him all the time. Like, yeah. He's the next Dan Marino, never going to win the big one, blah, blah, Best blah. Best regular season quarterback of all time. And then like Peyton would outperform Tom Brady every year, but he just wouldn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, and then Peyton obviously shook that off in 06. So barely though. I think Peyton's oh, playoff. Good one. Barely. They beat the Bears. Oh, I didn't even mean to, but uh, that Bears team was so bad. Well, they got a historic special teamer in Devin, Devin Hester. Devin Hester. And an awesome defense. But do you know who their quarterback was? Rex Gross. Sexy Rexy. <laughs> Sexy Rexy. Yeah. He, would he, have, he had the most craziest stat line of any quarterback that year, too. Yeah. He would have like three great games in a row and then just one putrid, awful game. Yeah. It was like clockwork. He's the most inconsistent quarterback. Some would say it was crackhead energy. <laughs> Rex Grossman <laughs> radiates crackhead energy. Throw a pick into triple coverage like OMG. <laughs> Troll. <laughs> that was big time. But yeah, that I mean Devin Hester, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like carried that team. And he was just a rookie that year, too. Yeah. That's the crazy. What thing. did he have? Like, like six. Six punt returns or something? Mm-hmm. And they won that Cardinals game, that Monday night game. Yeah, Denny Green, rest in peace. But and then like they are who we thought they were. Yeah, and then they had like like nine or ten defensive touchdowns throughout the mm-hmm. year. Or those Erlacher's prime. Right. Lance Briggs, I believe they had as well. Mm-hmm. But that NFC was kind of weak that year too, though. It was. Because they beat the Seahawks. It was right before the Saints got to be good too. Yeah, the Saints were finding themselves that year because that was the first year they were good. With, with Sean Payton and Drew Brees, yeah. Yep, and Reggie Bush. Yep. So they're just kind of finding themselves. And then I think the Bears were just kind of right place, right time. Yeah. And they almost won that Super Bowl. It was. I don't think they did. I think it was like a 20 point game. No, I think it was like a 10 point game, seven point game. Only one of us had Google. Check right. We don't we don't have Google here. I got it. Bears versus. Colts. This is a 10 point game. I would get bet you it's over 10. 29, 17. Ah, 12. Yeah, I remember. Uh. Dominic Rhodes had a really good game. They ran him and Joseph die. Yeah, that's a name. That was a great two back combo. And the Colts almost didn't make the Super Bowl that year because they faced the Patriots. Yep, that was that was when Peyton like got over the hump of beating Tom. Yep, exactly. That was at Indianapolis. It was. So that was a huge that they had the one seed. I think that was the Patriots had a huge lead that first half too. Yep, and I believe they blew it. That's right. I forgot about that. And then the. Colts got a late interception and they sealed it. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Great times. A little blast from the 2006 pass for you guys. <laughs> Anywho, Seahawks Rams. Yeah, way off track. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Seahawks Rams. Um so yeah, Russell Wilson, I think he get he like he shouldn't get a pass for coming back early cuz I think he did hurt his team 
Oh, definitely. Bit. Yeah. Like Geno Smith could have, he could have at least put up points. So those first two games, they didn't score any offensive touchdowns. Right. You were at the game where I think Russell came back. The that. Packers one. Yep. Yeah. And they, I don't I think it got shut out. Right? I don't think they crossed the 50. Yeah. So, and then I forget the games around there, but like Russell was just Did that Washington, the big one Monday night, Washington game that Ryan mm-hmm. put a good amount of money on. And then like DK Metcalf had one reception. Yep. So it was definitely like, you could definitely tell Russell pressured his way to coming back way well, too soon. There's all those stories that his PR team was pushing out that he was literally rehabbing 24-7, which, <laughs> relax, he wasn't. They literally said it was like, it's nothing short of miraculous that he's coming back this early. Well, joke's on you, because obviously he shouldn't have. <laughs> Does he just have his, like, finger in a bowl of ice? Appar- apparently, that's, yeah, he had, like, a press thing, like a hydro. I don't know if hydraulics the right word, but he had, like, a cast that was like massaging it all night or something like oh, that. That, that that turned out to work and then that? yeah and apparently every waking second he would spend rehabbing it like doing the, like doing this. yeah doing <laughs> the, like yeah doing the little finger dances or something like that it's like to be counterproductive i think so too <laughs> yeah. just let it rest but i guess i'm literally not a doctor so um anywho i still like the seahawks tonight i've seen a lot of people when i was doing research a lot of people like seahawks money line even they think it's hard to beat a divisional opponent twice. The Rams already beat the Seahawks. And the this Seahawks year. always play their division rivals tough. Oh, yeah. Pete Carroll knows that division. Mm-hmm. He's the longest tenured coach in that division. Yeah. I think, yeah. I guess he would be. Yeah. So, and you got to imagine the Seahawks are pretty pissed about this postponement because they had very few COVID people or people affected by the COVID list, and the Rams had a ton. And that's why this game got moved back. It's because the Rams had so many COVID things. Sure. So you got to imagine the Seahawks are a little pissed about it, seeing all these other teams had to play their game, but the Rams kind of get this preferential treatment, not saying that's actually what happened. but It's kind of like Raiders-Browns last yeah, night. Yeah, it's a bad look. Right. It's a bad optics. But what do you do? I don't know. I just, I don't, I, have, I don't, I, have, I don't have an answer. I do it. not envy the NFL front offices right now. Because you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. You're appeasing to one group, shunning the other. It's just a bad. And it's so hard to postpone games. Like, yeah. Like in the MLB, you can just like, oh, we'll do a doubleheader today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't do that with the NFL. No. <laughs> so that would be awesome, though. That would be sick. What they should have done is have a week 19 or like a week. Yeah, I think that would have worked. Like, hey, we're going to make up all our games this day. It's going to be a week 19 game. Yeah. And then push the Super Bowl back another week. Yeah, I don't think that hurts anybody unless some team somehow has to play multiple games in that week 19. But I guess then you would just make them play one of these Tuesday night games or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, we'll figure out. But yeah, Seahawks plus six and a half. I am all over it. I think the Rams still win this game, but I think it's by a field goal or something like that. I could see that. Do you like the over? 47. Yeah, I do. I really like it. I think I think both offenses are actually playing pretty well. The Seahawks have put up over 30 in their last two games. Mm-hmm. So they're at least back on track. DK Metcalf is having a rough season and Tyler Lockett being out will suck. Yeah, it's big. But, but I think they're going to be able to figure something out. To... Yeah, because when Lockett and Metcalf are on the field, Metcalf thrives and vice versa. Exactly. I think it's tough because I don't even know who they're... I guess Metcalf will still be their number one option. But besides that, I don't... <sighs> yeah. They have that third receiver who's pretty good. I always forget his name. What the hell's his name? Swain? Yeah. Yeah, Swain. That's 100% it. Yeah. Good job. Hey, I'm good. I know football. You are good. You should have a podcast. Huh. Maybe I should. <laughs> All right. So that game, that game will be the, I guess that both games are on the are on at the same time, which is kind of cool. All right. One note. Yes. 
these both of these games are local. They're not nationally televised. Oh, really? And you can only watch it if you have NFL Sunday ticket or you're in the local area. I guess because yeah, they both came from Sunday, so like I kind of yep. assumed ESPN would be broadcasting them or something like that. Nope. But so if you don't have Sunday ticket or a in the local area, you won't be able to watch it. Yeah. Unless wink, wink, nod, nod. Not gonna Unless say you it. can wink, wink, nod, nod. Go to your local Buffalo Wild Wings that <laughs> yeah. has a uh, that has something. Has Sunday ticket. Yeah. Watch it there. There you go. Free plug. Or find another way. We have no idea how. Yeah, you, I don't have, know how one would go about it. I've heard. I've heard rumors. Yeah. <laughs> through the dark web that there are ways you could watch these games. We don't know how to do it. We don't know anything about it, but there is a way. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, the second game is actually t- technically the more exciting game. There's more playoff implications to it, but it just doesn't seem as exciting. It's the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by six and a half. Over under is 41. It's really a golden opportunity for the Eagles to get themselves in the playoffs race. Yeah, it's a prime game for them. Especially considering Washington currently has 17 players in COVID protocols, including both their quarterbacks. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Heineke in their back. They signed Garrett something. Garrett Gilbert? Yeah, Garrett Gilbert. They, signed, lo- they signed him this week. I told that, you. About- yeah, you started talking about it in the preseason. I just remember that. Yeah, so I don't think people know, but we had a preseason uh, fantasy football. Garrett Gilbert was my quarterback. Yeah, this is before we aired the episode. This is when we were doing practice <laughs> podcast episodes. Jared Knight did a preseason fantasy football. You had Tim Tebow as tight end. I did. That did not work out. Who else did you have? God, I could look it up. But yeah, you had Garrett Gilbert <laughs> quarterback. Or yeah, we had to we had to draft people for based up purely on preseason <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah. That was a good time. But yeah, Garrett Gilbert's gonna be playing this week, uh, assuming they're gonna they're retesting Heineke. And they're ba- and Brandon now on the backup today, and if they can test two negatives, they can get in. But that's sure. we've kind of seen with the Baker situation. That's a little murky waters right now. So it is expected that Garrett Gilbert oh, I is am, playing I all over Washington at this point. This then. is a Christmas miracle for me. This is, yeah. When he played in the AFL, not the XFL, this is like two three years ago. He <laughs> was MVP of that league. He looked spectacular. So it's uh, also the AFL, is this the NFL, right? But he's got potential. Okay. So I am all, I'm a big Garrett Gilbert believer. GG believer. Even though they're going to have 17 players in coach, that's a lot of linemen they're missing. They're missing a lot of defenders. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's... And a, the Eagles are missing wide receiver Quez Watkins and running back Jason Huntley. That's a huge hit for the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So game over for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to bet underdogs again. So I'm all over Washington here. You think? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This game, the one stat that I saw that was interesting is that the Eagles are six in touchdown conversions in the red zone, and Washington has only allowed opponents to convert a third of their red zone opportunities in the past three games. So I think it's going to be a game determined by whoever can actually capitalize in the red zone. I think it's going to be the big thing to watch will be Eagles offense versus Washington defense. Sure. Six and a half is a lot. Washington, I have every reason to bet against Washington in this spot just because of how decimated they are, but I definitely don't think I trust the Eagles enough to give him a whole touchdown if it was like a three-point spread i'd trust the eagles but i think it's just too too many points to trust the eagles i agree and the over under at 41 is also a weird number i think i lean the under yeah i think i see this being like a 14 to 10 game i think just stay away from this one but see this whole garrett this whole garrett gilbert news has got me got my head spinning a little bit i think he'll throw over one and a half touchdowns you think? Yes. 
I disagree completely. I would bet with you right now that he doesn't. All right. So I bet over one and a half touchdowns for Gary Gilbert. Okay. I'll I'll take that. All right. Let's go. That's actually the only because I told myself I'm not betting this game just because I don't know what to do with it. And this is good practice for me to not bet every single game that and, I watch. And the sun's still out. So the sun is still out. So I'm technically allowed to bet it. <laughs> so I'm allowed to bet it for it's a solstice today. So I've l- less time than ever to bet it. <laughs> it's 1145 a.m. You have one hour to bet this. Pretty game. much. <laughs> Happy winter solstice football fans. Ooh. Jared's a football fan. I'm a football fan. And as football fans. I know for a fact we both love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. I know I do. It's the bee's knees. Yep. It's the cat's pajamas. Cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. One point. One point. You're throwing up a dub. You're eating W's. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Sportsbook's not available in your state. No sweat. No worries. No problem. (laughs) All you can do, you can still get in on the NFL action. You can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Steal. Steal. Stealing Free money. Steal. Does DraftKings know they're just giving money away right now? I don't know if they do. I, I feel like someone should let them know. It's such a good deal. Yeah. Uh, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. All you got to do is you got to download this trap. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code YOUBETCHA, Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. They score, you score with promo code YOUBETCHA this week at DraftKings Sportsbook which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customer only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, that's good. I'll take the Garrett, Gil- the Garrett Gilbert spe- prop special against you. There, this, this game is going to be called the Garrett Gilbert game because he doesn't play so well. The G- you think G- this is going to be... Maybe he cements himself as Washington's full-time starter moving forward. There. I mean, Heineke was, has been playing pretty bad. So. He has. Everyone likes his story, and like he has like really good moments sometimes, but he's not the answer. It's the same thing with like people are trying to pretend that Trevor Simeon was a good quarterback with the Broncos early on. Yeah, and obviously that didn't pan out. Some people, not going to name names, myself included, just fall in love with certain guys and. Are willing to look past their faults because, like, hey, it's a it's a hard sport. Football football is tough. It's very tough, but I mean, I think sports writers kind of attach themselves to a great story. Oh yeah, and want them to be good. Hundred percent. Well, that's how they get their clicks. That's true. Freaking vultures. Like Tyler Heineke. Oh my god, he grew up as a Brett Favre fan. He idolized Brett Favre. <laughs> that's why he every like- quarterback in the last twenty years has idolized Brett Favre. <laughs> And that's just their excuse for saying this guy throws a lot of picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of errors. The, the Brett Favre comparison is not a good thing. Like, oh, he's a great. Who else is a, who, no, is a big Brett Favre fan? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I guess mean, Mahomes, Mahomes, too, but that I mean, doesn't count. Yeah, there's exceptions to the rule. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the when, you have, when you have Brett Favre's arm, you can idolize Brett Favre. I mean, Josh Allen can Brett idolize Brett Favre. Yeah. Like, that's acceptable. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, you cannot, unfortunately. Nope. Your MVP, Baker Mayfield. 
Mine? Yeah. You- yeah. I wonder if I can cash that bet out right now if I would, <laughs> if I would win anything. <laughs> Get a dollar back. That would be nice. I'll have to fly back to Ve- to Caesar's Palace in Vegas just to do that. You got to call Julius. Get him on the horn. Julius, <laughs> Julius I fucked up. <laughs> I just... I saw what the Browns did last year. <laughs> I thought they were going to put the pieces around Baker. I thought he's going to win MVP. I feel like I got stabbed in the back place in this bet. <laughs> you would know it. Love your salads, by the way. <laughs> uh, comedy. Crackhead energy on the podcast yeah, today. Yeah, big time. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I'm going Seahawks plus six and a half, and I'm not touching this Eagles-Washington game. If I had to, I would lean Eagles. If anyone out there, i sure they don't. If anyone's looking for my expert <laughs> prediction. I would say Eagles, but I'm more excited about this Garrett Gilbert yep. bet. We got to see if DraftKings has a, some sort of prop about I'm it. I'm sure they do if they always. But yeah, I just think this will be known as the Garrett Gilbert game. All right. When we're done. We are putting it on. It's kind of like the Joe Webb game. You know, the yeah, Joe yeah. Webb on Tuesday Night Football. Oh my God. There you go. Damn. Is this going to be the Garrett Gilbert game? <laughs> now I'm excited. Is. Yeah. I think. I think I'm on to something. All right. Jared is putting it on the record. He's putting it on MP4 right now. <laughs> it's like when you press something on vinyl, but it's not as official because it can easily be edited. Yeah, there you go. He's putting it out there on MP4. Um, enjoy the games tonight, guys. You got anything else to add? Um, just be Just be ready. Just be ready. Just be ready. And then we got Thursday night, so we got a lot of football coming up. Yeah, we'll be coming back on Thursday. We'll talk about the... We'll have some Christmas Day action. We'll talk a little NFL, talk a little NBA. Assuming the NBA plays their Christmas games. It, it looks a little so. sketchy right now. I like the 11 a.m. NBA game. Why? The, the one the Knicks always play? Yeah, I, I like the Knicks. Like the, so. I do, too. Everyone. I just kind of remind you, like, hey, Christmas is here. It's just a tradition. It is, yeah. You just have your uncle bitching about how they're not calling fouls and traveling. Right? It's and like, stuff I, can't, like that. I can't wait to watch the first half, then turn it off. You know, type of the game. It's usually, yeah, watch the first half and then like TikTok or something for the second half. <laughs> yeah. Usually exactly. when you're just in the other room avoiding um, family members. I got one more thing to add. I bet the Bears plus seven last night. And they lost by eight. Damn. They scored a touchdown. With, they scored a touchdown with no time left. Oh, yeah. So that's that new rule change. So they can't kick. You used to be like, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, you could kick the, you would kick the field goal after you score. Mm-hmm. That's time expires. But now if, if that rule is still in place, I would have pushed last night. Damn, I'm sorry. That's what you get for betting against the Vikings, though. Yeah. You're not a true scolder like me. That was an ugly-ass game, too. They're so... The Vikings-Bears game, they they put them on Monday night every year. They need to stop. Right. The Bears need a five-year break from being on primetime football. They yeah. just need to get their... Never gonna happen. They need to get their their ships aligned. They need to get their chips in a row. They need to get their metaphors and whatever <laughs> metaphor I'm looking for here. Yeah. They need to just have a break. I think there's... a. I think that's good for a lot of teams to have primetime breaks. Right. The Giants, I think, are on one now, thankfully. They needed to be on one five years ago. Jets are. The Jets are. I don't know the last time. They get their one Thursday night game a year. Everyone I feel knows. like it doesn't count, count, though. No, Thursday night, we they put that one like week two. I think it was Jets-Colts. Yeah. I think it needs to be a home Monday-Sunday game. That's yep. what it counts. Exactly. So, yeah, it's nice It's nice to have a break. Not every team needs to be on primetime. I'm okay with seeing the Chiefs on primetime eight yeah. times. Oh, yeah. More so than one Jets game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone was just, oh, it feels like the Packers are on primetime. It feels like the Packers always have There's a home a game. Yeah, because we we're trying to actually give you guys an enjoyable game to watch. Because then when you have to watch the Sunday night, get this game. Game this week even is really bad, I think. It is. I haven't even checked yet. I remember seeing it yes, uh, yesterday, and I was a little appalled by it. Appalled. 
that's a big word for me. It is. Give me seven more seconds and I will find it. Wow, good on the Google. Washington versus the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> Washington's been in a lot of prime time. Yeah, they have. I'm not sure why. I'm not either. I was also looking ahead just because I always love the week, the last week of the season, uh, Sunday night game, like the win and you're in playoff game. The only one I I think will, it'll either be Bengals, Browns, or Steelers, Ravens. Yeah. Which will either one will be sick. Yeah, be, AFC North is always interesting. They're, yeah, they're the most interesting division right now. The right. Browns went from first place to last place just because yeah. they lost to the Raiders. Yep. And they pushed the game back and everything. It's no just just to lose. Yeah. <laughs> God, just deli- just procrastinating their failure. <laughs> <laughs> As always. Yeah, I can't say I blame them. All right, everyone, enjoy the games tonight. Stay away from that Washington one. And <laughs> by the time you hear the next episode come Thursday, we will be all in the era of Garrett Gilbert. Gilbert yep. It's be like pre Gear Gilbert, after Gear yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, I feel like the winter solstice is going to change tonight when the sun goes down. Yeah, the world, the whole world is going to change. Gear Gilbert. Weird shit happens on the winter solstice. It does. Yeah, you never know. You never stay, know. Stay tuned, guys. Let's we'll, we'll see what happens.